I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. We're recording. Recording. Hi, everybody. Hi guys, we're back again. Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. Where two black ass girls invade the whitest show on earth, The The Bachelor. Bachelor. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And we just watched, was this episode four? Singapore. Yeah. In Singapore. Singapore That's all I know. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought it was a really good episode. Uh, Sure. We got some good insight from everybody who we love. Yes, mm-hmm. we got a really intense one-on-one date with Kaylin and Colton, learned a whole lot there, mm-hmm. covered some very important topics, which we'll discuss, Yeah, and we got Prime Demi. Oh my <laughs> god, yes. Prime Demi, Demi at her finest hour, yep. had me dying this whole episode. The whole time. <laughs> She's a mess, and I just love her trifling ways. Me too. And we got a, a black girl one-on-one. And we had a black girl one-on-one. Yeah. Oh, and we learned a lot on that one-on-one, We sure too. did. Oh, we'll dig into that. <laughs> <laughs> Messy boots, Miss Tasha. Okay. <laughs> what are your initial thoughts? So my initial thoughts is that this was the episode of Screeching. All of these ladies were screeching the entire episode. I had to turn my TV all the way down. They were screaming through every microphone. It was a lot. Mm -hmm. Bachelor Mm -hmm. producers, I don't know if this is what you're telling the girls to be doing, like screaming (laughs) from the top of their lungs. They announced they were going to Singapore, and I doubt that half of them knew where Singapore was. Thank you. Or saw crazy (laughs) rotations. Like, no, nowhere were they going, but they're excited. They're so pumped. Um, And Singapore is definitely on my honeymoon list now. After seeing how like yeah. romantic it is, yeah, and just beautiful and opulent, yeah. I just love it. It's a vibe. It's a whole vibe. It is. Like it's it. like a like a authentic Dubai. That's what it yes. gave me. Right? Yes, <laughs> that's how I felt too. Yeah. It's like a Dubai that I would like want to go to, right? Because it feels a little bit more um, not problematic. I feel like yes, <laughs> exactly. Know. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then. Also, just a quick observation. I feel like Colton has said, this is my greatest fear to different situations every single episode that we've had so far. <laughs> and I find that to be a shaking in his boots. Yeah. Uh, what are your initial thoughts, friend? Um, my initial thoughts. So we see a lot between Courtney and Demi this episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Courtney, you know, sweet little black girl from the South. Mm-hmm. 
Demi, who's just queen of triflingness. <laughs> <laughs> we just love her to bits. So much. <laughs> it was like watching... It was watching Demi, who clearly grew up watching this show and knows exactly oh, yeah. the formula of getting time mm-hmm. and just being a success. Mm-hmm. And Courtney, who either has never seen the show before mm. or just, she just getting ran rampant <laughs> <laughs> by Demi, by this whole process. She seems really sheltered. She, yeah, she seems very, yeah. Right? I think that would be the word, yeah. Like, she didn't grow up watching TV. she never yeah. seen The Bachelor before. Yeah, maybe she didn't have cable or something. You can get away when you don't have cable. I don't know. Maybe she just... Uh, uh, I don't know. And it seems like she didn't grow up with a lot of people being mean to her. Right. So she seemed like... Not, she doesn't know what to do in these situations. Yeah. Like, very quintessential, like, nice, sweet Southern Belle mm-hmm. kind of... Not even a persona. Like, that's just her being. No, yeah. No, it's her. Yeah. <laughs> it's her, which is great. Sweet girl. Mm-hmm. But, like, you ain't in the right house oh, or no. the right competition no. for this because mm-hmm. you sitting back trying to wait for somebody to come talk to you, mm-hmm. and now you're going home because you ain't get off your ass. So, <laughs> I don't... <laughs> it was just the battle between the two of them was just, like, watching two, two women who just, like, had two different relationships with the show. Yeah. One is winning and one is losing terribly. <laughs> and... <laughs> Is trying to come out on top looking like the bigger person, but really you lost because you went home. So. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what to do with you. Um, so that was my, that was one of my thoughts. And I have a lot to say about the Kaylin um, one-on-one dates. Okay. And her experience and what she shares. Um, and I feel like people are, because I was seeing on Twitter, people are like, oh my God, I commend The Bachelor for, you know, giving like, presenting this in this way they did Mm -hmm. such a good job with the editing and blah 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 blah. and Mm -hmm. it's like let's give credit where credit is due give it to caitlin who got up on here and told her story sure the bachelor yes you provided a platform whatever the fuck but (laughs) we're not giving you awards for the editing or whatever you didn't do anything she told her story the easiest thing you had to do was not edit it like crazy (laughs) and make it look stupid you yeah you gave her the space to tell her story and whatever you cleaned up with the editing on the sides but you don't get credit beyond that. Like, no. mm-hmm. like I just get, I got so annoying seeing all this, like, oh my God, thank you, The Bachelor, for doing this. And it's like, no, give credit to where it's due to Kaylin for being the brave one to tell her story on this platform. Right. And that's that. Yeah. And we'll dig into her um, one-on-one a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but those are my initial thoughts. Nice. Um, beyond that, as always, rate, review, subscribe. We got so many uh reviews this past week loved it we got oh yeah we got so many so many they just kind of like poured in yeah. i don't know if apple podcast was like going through something That's and just right. like released I was like, is this part of the government <laughs> shutdown i was like what right is this? y'all released our reviews thanks <laughs> trump the fuck <laughs> got mad reviews it was yeah. awesome though it i was. love we love reading the reviews if you have not written your review yet please tell us how we're doing tell us what you like, what you mm-hmm. what you like, just no, just what you like. Don't keep, keep <laughs> just what, what you, you don't like. like to yourself. Okay, keep, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Please, on whatever platform you're listening to, rate us and review us. And as I said, always for your own convenience, subscribe to us. Yep. Um, and then we also live tweet on Twitter. If you're not on Twitter, you need to go and do that. Uh, go sign up for that. My uh, our oof, what am I saying? <laughs> my my, because this is my podcast. <laughs> I'm just a guest every week. <laughs> You're just a guest on here. <laughs> Our Twitter handle is 
The number two BLK girls, the number one rose. And you can email us at the number two black girls, the number one rose at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at the number two black girls, the number one rose. Yes. Shout out to everyone who tags us in their story every Wednesday. You screenshot and say, I'm listening to Two Black Girls, Mm -hmm. best podcast. Love you, ladies, blah, 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 blah. And post it out to your friends. We love it. We always repost it to our story. Please share us with the world. Share us with all of Bachelor Nation. Share us with your friends. You know, they want to laugh, too. They want to kiki with us, too. Mm -hmm. You know, you might as well share the love. Um, So, yeah, screenshot us, share us in your story. And as always, I still see the purchases coming in. <gasps> Buy our merch, we y'all. Got merch. We got merch. <laughs> we got hella cute mugs. Mm-hmm. We got hella cute canvas bags. We got shirts and all kind of goodies on our Teespring account. So it's teespring.com slash two black girls, one rose. Go and get your merch. Yeah. Um, all right, Justine, I know you're going to take us somewhere. Oh, yeah. I'm taking you, you take guys us to, to church. church. We got church announcements, y'all. <laughs> Whip out your program. What we got? So this week we have two preface announcements before the church announcements, right? So we just we got a little program. We have an actual program this week. <laughs> um, so I just want to reiterate that we see all of your guys' emails, and we are mm-hmm. so thankful, and we love them so dearly. Mm-hmm. We just may not respond to all of them, but we love you anyways. Yes. Thanks for writing in. Thank you so much. Secondly, huge shout out to everybody who reached out in support of us amidst this whole event debacle, um, reaching out for help or um, different venues that you guys know of or different people that you might know. You, a lot of people tag us on Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. Really awesome. We are working on regrouping. And planning mm-hmm. a bigger and better event and once mm-hmm. we need your help we will reach back out to you thanks for the love guys thanks guys um and then we have a couple of shout outs this week stacy Catherine, brianna christina jennifer and meredith thank you guys for the shout out a couple of you guys are brand new listeners which is so cool yeah um, so go back from the beginning listen to all of it mm-hmm have a nice healthy weekend binge oh, of yes. our two black ass voices in your ears. <laughs> oh Lord. And that's it for church announcements. You got some news, girl? Do I have some news? <laughs> <laughs> so Kaylin, Miss North Carolina, and Hannah B, Miss Alabama. Um, th- like outside of the show, this shit is still, everyone's trying to get to the bottom of what is this drama right. that what's mm-hmm. the origins of this beef between the two of them. Um, so there's been all kinds of stuff that come out the word work. That end of the day, nobody still knows what the fuck happened. Nobody knows. <laughs> there's a whole bachelor Reddit thread dedicated specifically to this that people have sent to us in DMS and emails. I personally don't have the time to go through this stuff. So, so okay. I did. <laughs> You did? I took one for the team and I read the Reddit thread and there ain't nothing in there. I don't know what you all was sending us. There is yeah. nothing in there. Her makeup artist once said that she said this to this person. Right. No. I need it's, text message. Yes. There, Thank like, you. We, if we've learned anything from the Real Housewives. Thank it you. It is to have evidence. Yes. I Free will not seats. with this hearsay, someone close to this person said, these people are not famous enough for that. Sources say and all that like, nonsense. Sources say, no, my cousin told me she did this. Here's the screenshots. 
Right. It sounded like you needed a place to stay in Miami. You know mm-hmm. that she probably has a cute little hooked up spot mm-hmm. and then just like dipped out. Like, <laughs> I don't get, how does that work? <laughs> That's crazy. And so Dean, yeah. Deany babies, his little behind got involved. <laughs> And Dean, by the way, is finally 27. Remember that nigga was like 25 oh for like 25 six for years? years. <laughs> He's finally 27 years old. Mm-hmm. So he stepped in and uh, replied to Bibiana and said, Bibi, you know, I love you, but I talked to Pete right after he got home from Florida and know for a fact this is not how it happened. Dean, I'm going to need you to sit down. Yeah. Because I all you're you saying to get off is, Twitter, sir. Yeah, all mm-hmm. you're saying is I'm friends with Peter. He told me his side, and so I'm going to take his side. Like, you don't know what happened, because there's two sides to this. She's saying her side. He clearly had his own version of events, and you need to go sit somewhere. And what are you... I hate it when people do this, because you're not actually saying anything except for trying to shut the other person up. That's it. And saying, like, I'm Team Peter because he's my friend. Like, that's all all you ended up saying. So, Um, anyways, Bibiana, I mean, she has her own new boo anyways. Right. Yeah. So she's moved on, but Mm -hmm. clearly she was feeling a little bit salty and felt like being messy boots that morning on Twitter. So, which I understand if somebody's crashing my place and stay for four days and didn't say nothing, I'd blast them too. I would blast them too. So I have reason to believe that Bibiana is telling the truth. Yeah. Right. If anything, because why would you get up there and say that if it wasn't true? So. Um, y'all know how I feel about Peter, but that sounds yeah. mad disgusting to mm. do that. <laughs> Sleep on somebody's couch and then dip the fuck out without saying goodbye. Um, so yeah, that, that was it. That was it yeah. for Bachelor Nation News this week. Should we dip into this recap? Let's go. Let's go. So my TV was acting a damn fool. So mm-hmm. Justine, I'm gonna need you to, <laughs> what happened? I, I picked up when Chris Harrison came in the house. Okay. Okay, so they are all sitting around talking about how hard it is, talking about, oh, uh, Hannah B is going on about Kaylin again, and then Chris Harrison walks in and tells them they're going to Singapore. Okay, yes. So, yeah, he walks in, announces they're going to a place they've never been before, Mm -hmm. and it's Singapore. So now... These girls are crying and screaming and jumping and knowing damn well not half of them can't even find Singapore on the map. Nope. <laughs> Probably don't even know that. What continent Singapore is in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's start there. Yeah. Is this South America we're going to? Right. Are we going to Asia? Are mm-hmm. we going to Africa? Like, let's start there. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Um, so they're all excited. Anyeka in her little interview mentions that Colton has never left North America. That is so disturbing to me. Horrifying and unacceptable because you are a, a rich white man. You're rich. What are you, you are doing? Rich. How have you never left North America? You dated an Olympian. Who has traveled the world. Y'all ain't going on vacation? Yeah, yeah. You never been to London? Yeah. I'm like, what? My dude. Oh, man. Come on, man. I thought that was crazy. I thought that was crazy. If I was that rich, I would take my whole family on vacation. What? Yes. We're all going international. Yeah, that that was very disturbing and unacceptable. But anyways, (laughs) they depart for Singapore. We see Colton walking the streets. You know, Singapore is great. It's got the lights, the buildings. (laughs) The, the lights, lights, comma, the buildings. The buildings. 
That's all we got, my man. These are the kinds of people that I literally run over in New York City. I run them over. I can't. I've, I've pushed people into the street before like this. Like, oh, my God. Wow. I can't. Yes. You're looking the at a Pratamanje. Get out of my fucking way. I'm walking to work. <laughs> oh, God. Yep, that's them. Mm-hmm. That's him. Um, so the girls arrive at their suite. It is just, you know, opulent, amazing, definitely, like, crazy rich Asians vibe. Yeah, Crazy sure. rich Asians vibe. Um, and I'm just feeling low key, high key jealous because oh, I feel like none key. of these girls even know where they are to even appreciate it. I'm and so pissed. They're like on such a boring season. Like, remember when on Ari season they went to like Park City, Utah? Like, they mm-hmm, went mm-hmm. to like the regular places. <laughs> regular. They're so lucky places. they get to go international so early. I know. There's 15 girls in the house, mm-hmm. I think. And they flew all of them to Singapore, which is not a cheap place. Mm-mm. That's an investment. At all. That's really an investment. Um, anyways, date card arrives, and it's a one-on-one date for Tasia. <laughs> and the date card says, let's fall in love. Mm-hmm. So Tasia goes off on her one-on-one, and her and Colton are... At the beach, uh, walking along the beach, and Tasia thinks that her date has something to do with like waterfalls. Yeah, that would have been nice. Which makes sense. Mm-hmm. It would have been nice. Then suddenly they're walking on the beach and they see this big ass tower, and she learns that she's actually going bungee jumping. I would have left so, at the date fall. card. I would have said, I'm not going. <laughs> One of you bitches take it. I'm not going with this. Because <laughs> you know, fall is going to be something, something dangerous crazy. and crazy. Yeah. Oh my god! So I've been bungee jumping. Have you outside? Yeah, I haven't told you this. Oh my god! I've been I've been skydiving and bungee jumping actually. What? See, you can't tell me these things. I don't like you getting <laughs> on airplanes. <laughs> oh god! I did I did bungee jumping when I was in New Zealand. Oh okay. And I've always said skydiving anybody can do. Mm. Anybody can do skydiving. Yeah, you have somebody okay. strapped to you. You jump out the plane. That's it's true. Like, yeah. It's it's manageable. Bungee jumping, though, that shit was fucking scary. I can't even lie. Because it's just your feet. It's just your feet. And what's even more, like, you yourself have to walk to the edge. Oh, my God. And you yourself has to jump. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. (laughs) But skydiving, you have somebody strapped onto you, and he jumps out the plane, and you're just there, (laughs) like, dangling like like a baby. (laughs) A baby in, like, a little, you know, the little... Yes! Front strap Whatever those things, things, the front strap things, that's you. But bungee jumping is a lot of self-will. You have mm. to get to the edge and jump. So it was amazing. I I I would do it again actually because no. it was it was a the feeling afterwards is like a you get a rush of, a rush of adrenaline like I've never felt that before. It was kind of like you're high in a cool way. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, I would like chase that high, which sounds kind of freaky. It's like a drug addict, but <laughs> I do remember that feeling at the end. It was an amazing adrenaline yeah. feeling. Um, but that shit is terrifying. I can't even lie. So Tasia and Colton are both freaking out, obviously. Yeah. Um, Colton jumps first and his face was hilarious. Oh when my he jumped. God. His, his <laughs> vocal reaction too. when they called him up and he was like, who me? Who like, me? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're just going to push Tasia off the floor first? <laughs> right, get your big ass up and jump. <laughs> Hell yeah, you going first. Oh me, he was all scared. He, his voice was trembling, trembling. That shit was hilarious. 
So he goes first. And then Tasia, when she goes, she honestly didn't even look scared to me. No, me either. I guess because he went first and didn't die, but. Yeah. But like as she was walking to the edge, she was like, where's Colton? It was like looking down below. Mm -hmm. Like it was nothing. Oh my God. Mm -mm. Most people, when they walk to the edge, they don't even want to look down. They just look straight. straight She was looking down like, Colton, I'm scared. I was like, bitch, you definitely, you've done this before. Yeah. Like a pro. Um, So anyway, she jumps. And afterwards, they head to the beach. And she had a cute little one piece. Thank you. One piece. Mm -hmm. uh, Sorry, red one piece. It was cute. And had titties all out and everything. Boobs out. I loved (laughs) it. Yeah. And then they went swimming and we're just like kissing in the ocean, all that jazz. Cute. Um, So time for dinner. Mm Mm-hmm. And okay, Tasia with the little slinky fashion nova black dress. Was that shit was cute. fashion nova that or like pretty little things nova. or like one of them brands. <laughs> was she in one of those things on <laughs> <laughs> cheap little like, oh God, those uh, you get your good definitely thoughtware. You get straight your good. from a Chinese factory. Mm-hmm. A good what? Thoughtware? A good thoughtware. You wear it once, maybe twice. Uh-huh. And it disintegrates mm-hmm. after the first wash. Love mm-hmm. it. Love it. Uh, so she had her cute little slinky dress and she said she was nervous about the date because there was something serious that she wanted to talk to him about. Mm-hmm. Um, so they go in, they you know talk about they both pretty excited and, you know, the date was super epic. He tells her he loves her confidence and, you know, I just want to know where, you know, how are you the way that you are? They always ask that same fucking question. He <laughs> especially has asked it phrased the exact same exact way to same all way. the girls. Yes. And I'm I like, want to know how you are the way you are. And he even said that to like Hannah. And I'm like, how she's boring and whack? <laughs> like, why would you even want to know? Well, no, about know. this. I was no, annoyed. I but I was so impressed with Tasia's bronze highlight. I was. Oh. It was beaming. I could see really? it from the moon. It was okay. amazing. That was a good makeup look. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Tasia. Um, so Tasia, she, you know, goes into her story. She says, I'm, you know, generally a very happy person, but I've definitely had some hard times. And then reveals that this past year and a half had been very hard for her because she was married <laughs> and got a divorce. What? <laughs> about plot twist yeah i was not expecting that either at all and it's we didn't get the full timeline but it sounded like they got married and divorced within the year that's what i really wanted to know because she was with him for six years mad long mad long got married said he didn't want to be married anymore married anymore which sounds like he cheated then (laughs) got divorced and now she's very, on the show? Yeah, it was a lot of layers that we weren't getting much clarity. Yeah. She also kind of threw in, like, being a Christian woman. Yeah, which I like, liked it. I liked how she threw it in. Mm-hmm. But still, it was, like, adding layers right. to the mess that I'm still not clear on. Right. <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, she said that they, you know, being a Christian woman, you think you get married once, mm-hmm. and that'd be it. But mm-hmm. then... With them, things weren't doing going so well, and you can't make someone want to be married. So insinuating that the homeboy was trying to get out, basically. Yeah. Um, so that was messy. I feel like I need details because I'm still very unclear. Tasia's, I, I want Tasia to stay on so that we get those details. Yeah, we can flesh it out yeah. a little bit there. 
Um, and Colton just kind of like sat back and listened and he shared that his parents are divorced and so like comforted her or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, meanwhile, back in the suite, date card arrives and every goddamn body is on this date card. <laughs> 13 names are on the date card except for Kaylin. Mm-hmm. Miss North Carolina, uh, yeah, Miss yep. North Carolina, mm-hmm. Hannah B's rival, who is going on the one-on-one, the um, one, the <laughs> one-on-one. Yes, Hannah is obviously, you know, in her confessional, Best. drinking wine, talking shit, and <laughs> beside herself. <laughs> oh Lord! So um, back on Tasia's date, she obviously gets the date rose. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, go and ride on this giant Ferris wheel and just hang out. She's talking about how her feelings are real. She feels like they have a good foundation. And then drops the, I can see myself falling in love with Colton. You know what I realized as well during this episode? Is that nobody Mm -hmm. is remembering that Colton is not taking you on this date. The Bachelor franchise is taking you <laughs> on know. this date. So when they I say know. things like, he's so romantic. Oh, my God. I can't believe he bought this for me. Oh, my God. I'm like, do you know this is part of, like, the larger ABC budget that was approved yeah. by, like, 17 executives? <laughs> exactly. This is not his money. This is not coming out of his pocket at all. And not That's only is true. Not his money, but it's not even his idea. Because <laughs> this nigga has never left North America. I right. know it wasn't his idea to go on this Ferris wheel. This for damn sure was not. That's just a good point. He's never left the country. He don't know jack shit about Singapore. <laughs> Do not give this man credit for nothing. No, they they give him a lot of like, oh my god, it's so romantic. I can't believe how romantic yeah. he is. And I'm like, who are you talking about? Right. The setting is romantic, and it's a setting that was orchestrated by the production team right. of ABC Networks. <laughs> Like, American Broadcast Company. Yeah. Let's give the credit where credit is due, okay? Oh, God. Wild. That's a good point. Right? Oh. So, next up, we have the group dates. Mm-hmm. 13 women mm. on the dates. One of the biggest <laughs> group dates, definitely of this season and, like, in history. I mm-hmm. feel like it was so many people. Um, Colton, going into the date himself, is very nervous about managing all these girls yeah. and feeling awkward when things when girls try to be like physical with him in front of everyone and just not really looking forward to that um so for their date they're basically just walking around you know some marketplace um and the whole scene just looked crazy it was like this one big ass guy surrounded by a bajillion girls as they walked through the market and it looked so like problematic it i don't did. know like, it looked a little bit especially because they look so young it definitely looked like look a young. school teacher like on a school trip yeah and yeah like very just odd it didn't odd. feel like a date no like we've seen obviously group dates before where it's obvious yeah. like one guy and a million girls but like this one in particular seemed strange because they were like out in public yeah. at a very like bustling market and it was just one guy and all these girls around him like scattering to get attention and it yeah and i feel like he took all the strong personalities on one big group date yes a lot of big personalities um speaking of big personalities our girl demi is not playing games ever she never does (laughs) demi was riding his back at one point she was holding his hand at another point Mm -hmm. she was dragging him to go get some like they got their little cartoon images drawn together 
not playing game, mm-hmm. doing all that she can to just make sure that she is at the front <laughs> and always on his mind and not, you know, getting lost in the shuffle yeah. as you should be doing. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, um, Courtney, oh you know, sweet little black girl from the South, is talking about, you know, how hard it is. You know, maybe I'll get more time with him next week. Girl, what? Yeah. As soon as she said that, I knew she was going home this week. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> there ain't going to be a next week. Because mm-hmm. you talk about how, you know, you're going to sit low this week so next week you can get time with him. That's not, no. Mm-hmm. Every single second you get with this man, you need to be out here trying your best to get his attention. And what makes Girls, you, what are you so, doing here? so sure there's going to be a next week? Right, that too. Like, I was confused by that. I was very confused by that statement as well. But, um... Anyways, so they arrive at this, um, like, leech spa thing. Yeah, I was, you guys know I'm into detoxing. You know I drink apple cider vinegar every every day. But mm-hmm. this was a lot for me, even. Yeah. So they basically put leeches on your body to allegedly remove toxins. What does that mean? And I don't know. And it's not even like they did it. It's not even like, I mean, clearly we didn't see the full process of right. like this leech spa. They just kind of just put one on each, every person mm-hmm. for the sake of the show. Um, but I, yeah, I'm fascinated by what, how does this work? What's the full process? You lay right. down and they lay a leech in specific areas that are like aching you. That's what I thought. I thought like, it was like acupuncture, but it's leeches. Like acu- but it's leeches. I don't know. It looks very gross <laughs> it did it did look gross but they i was also very ugly. curious as to what the real actual process was the actual processes and like okay maybe we get like a little debrief and it's something i might try yeah but just laying one leech on my arm no no that looked why terrible. would i do that <laughs> to prove mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. colted i'm adventurous no <laughs> <laughs> what look at me i am look, oh my god i'm so adventurous colted <laughs> choose me to be your wife what no <laughs> bug off me what get out of here god so after the leech spa they go back walking in the streets and so hannah b she's feeling some type of way because colton is like straight up ignoring her (laughs) avoiding her avoiding all eye contact and anything she's trying to say to him he's just like you can tell he's kind of going out his Mm -hmm. way to just like not Mm -hmm. be fucking with her at all on this date um which you know last episode Mm -hmm. things didn't really end very well with the whole drama with kaylin and hannah and you can tell he's just kind of like over the whole thing um and so they eventually sit for lunch and um it's all these like exotic foods and things i think at one point they're yeah. eating cow foot and i was like we right. we so after lunch time for the nighttime portion of the group date mm-hmm. hannah b miss alabama she pulls him first um, loved her like it fuchsia halter jumpsuit. It was cute, mm-hmm. great color. Um, it was like yeah. fuchsia, like the fuchsia color on your uh, like Microsoft <laughs> Word. It was like that exact that exact shade in <laughs> paint. Yes. Um, I have to say one thing though. Her perma smile is p- starting to piss what? me off. Also, um. I don't know how HD everyone's television was, but my TV is like one of those where mm-hmm. you feel like you're in the room with the people. And I saw every mm-hmm. pore in that girl's face. And I feel like Elise is really letting these girls down. Like this right. girl, her Elise. was so bad. It looked so clogged up. I was like, is oh, this from no. the plane? 
Is this from? But it was distracting. Oh, no. Yeah, Elise, girl, she oh, make, yeah. she just mm-hmm. hang these bitches out to dry because she's a full <laughs> yep. on makeup artist, looking flawless at every turn, and could be hooking mm-hmm. up poor Hannah and covering up them pores and hiding the acne, but she just got her out here looking crazy <laughs> on the HD screens. Damn. But it was they did a lot of close ups of her, and I was like, oh, Hannah, no. So uh, yeah, she um. Gets her one-on-one time with Colton, and the girls, meanwhile, are just annoyed mm-hmm. because they feel like the hannah Kalen drama yeah. is just still right. occupying time, and every five seconds, Kalen's pulling him, Hannah's pulling him, like, they're still, now they're in <laughs> Singapore, and they're still dealing with this this straight-up bullshit. Um, so anyways, Hannah's in with Colton, she says, you know, I feel like the woman you're supposed to be with has to have a noble character, and you not trusting my character really bothers me, it makes me want to mm-hmm. step back. Which was mm-hmm. a very valid point and probably one of the most articulate things this ever. girl has ever said. <laughs> ever. And Colton basically said that he's just come to the conclusion that he's kind of over the whole thing. He's okay with the fact that Hannah and mm-hmm. Kaylin don't get along and don't see eye to eye. And um, he just kind of want to, you know, water under a bridge. Let's just move on. And he feels like he, quote unquote, today he got his Hannah back. I Whatever that means. was like, what do you mean? I am so confused by Colton's interest in Hannah because they had a horrible one-on-one date. It got salvaged at the end when she, I don't even remember, gave some stupid story about how her boyfriend, you know. Oh, yeah. I don't even remember what it was. She felt like she wasn't, like, worthy anymore or something. Right. That was her version of opening up, and then he gave her a pity rose. And so now he's talking about how he, now you're back, and, like, I really do like you. And I'm like, your date sucked. Your one-on-one date was very was really bad. bad. Like, what are you talking about? I genuinely feel <sighs> like this girl's a producer pick. I feel like they're mm-hmm. going to have her on until them two-on-ones. Oh, and Jesus. then they're going to let her go. Because there is no way. There's no personality showing through except for bashing Kaylin. Kaylin, we get a little bit of her right. personality. Yeah. But this She's girl. A full, fully formed, like, contestant right. on the show, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Hannah, she's a foil for Caitlyn. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right. That's her mere existence yeah. is that. Ugh. I'm starting to feel so. bad for her because I feel like she's like really falling for this guy and thinks it's real. And he's just like, <laughs> the producers are literally in his earpiece. Like, just just say you like her. Just <laughs> just keep it going. Just keep it going. Just say you're over it. Okay. Oh, and okay. next. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, she is really falling for him. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Messy. Um, so next with the one-on-one time is Cassie, mm-hmm. um, who, she always just looks too casual for me. Always. Always. Looks like she just walked off the beach. She got that. Walked. What's her name? Yeah. Kylie is the sister. Kendall. She looks like Kendall mm-hmm. all the time. Kendall Jenner? No, Kendall from, Ooh. um, Ari season. Oh, Kendall. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kendall um, was always looking way too casual. Very casual. Like, yeah. they just stepped out of, like, a Hollister catalog <laughs> or, like, off of, like, the Santa Monica Pier. Yes. Yeah. Just no effort. Mm-hmm. But, like, I get you wanting to look effortless, but she needs That's to put a little effort in. I was going to say. I was going to say no effort, not effortless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a distinction there's, here, yeah, ladies. Yeah, there's a difference. She's like not like free people anthropology effortless. She's like, oh, no. I got this for $8 effortless. And I just showed up today. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So anyways, they chit-chat and make out, and mm-hmm. he says that he feels super comfortable around her, feels like he's known her, you know, longer than he has. Who is Cassie? I feel like <laughs> she's going to be, like, a silent... I feel like she is too. She might win. Like she's oh, like, God. I, I, I really feel it. like, yeah, she's, anytime he's with her, we don't know anything about her. We haven't gotten a one-on-one date with her yet or anything, mm-hmm. but anytime he's with her, the, his little confessional afterwards is always like, I feel like myself around. It's always like yeah. these big profound statements. And I'm like, I feel like I should know her, mm-hmm. but I'm not getting any video footage of her. Like None. what's going on? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, and the edit they do this every season there's always one girl yep. who's like makes it to the end or something and we know nothing about her until like the hometowns <laughs> yeah. or a guy we didn't know anything about Adam or, or guy Matt too. from Rachel's season yeah. until Bachelor yeah. in Paradise <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> literally we learned nothing on Rachel's season we got to know them after on the spinoff like what oh goodness so, meanwhile, little Miss Courtney, Southern Belle, Georgia Peach, mm-hmm. is going through it. She's way too sweet for this show. So, what? she's saying, yeah. she said, quote, I've been respectful and uh, I keep, um, I've been respectful with the ladies and keep seeing him getting time with all the other girls. And she's saying she just doesn't feel confident at all. And Demi says to her, like, you need to get out of your own head. Mm-hmm which is so true. And then Demi, again, says it best, and she said it in her confessional. She said, Courtney's approach seems pretty lazy in my opinion. <laughs> I was like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Thank you, Demi. Mm-hmm. She said, her approach seems pretty lazy in my opinion because she hasn't done anything to get time with him. Preach, Demi. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> Demi, you know, she does what she does and goes and creates time. <laughs> With Colton, which, hello, Courtney, watch, because she's doing this correctly. And she has her little one-on-one time with Colton and says to him how, you know, I know you've seen, like, this wild and crazy side of me, but there's another side Mm -hmm. that I want to talk to you about. And then she reveals Mm. that her mama was released from federal prison this week. And she is in Singapore. And my girl's in Singapore on a reality television show wow. trying to get Instagram followers. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is crazy. This is insane. What got me about her whole conversation with uh, Colton was Demi was trying to play up like she was about to cry, like fake cry. Oh my God. <laughs> These crocodile tears. She was blotting away tears that were not, were not rolling there. out of them tear ducts. They were not there. And she was doing the whole, like, it's really hard for me. And, like, putting on that voice. Yeah. Did not see a tear. She was, like, avoiding eye contact and everything. I was like, girl, first of all, your eyes are way too big for this. Everybody knows that you're not crying. Exactly. You can't play with them big old eyes Mm -mm. because we are watching and not a single tear has dropped out of them tear ducts, my friend. Oh, my God. I was like, one of the PAs don't have some Visine for her? (laughs) Help her at least fake it. It's fake. Oh my god! I was oh. dying. I was like, I shouldn't be laughing. This is very sensitive, right? But girl, she was crying like you know how little kids be tired. But yes, they don't want to go. <laughs> they to make bed. a whole bunch of noise. <laughs> yeah, oh, they make noise. They just and then literally like, nothing. No, no moisture. No, no moisture. <laughs> that was literally dummy. <laughs> Uh, so back with the group, Courtney still talking foolishness. Still talking. Oh my god. 
talking to the ladies. You know, he keeps creating time and special moments for all of you. He hasn't gone out of his way for me. And then she had the nerve to say in her confessional, I genuinely thought I would get a one-on-one this week. Now, this is where Courtney got my Becky of the week. Oh, my God. She got it from me five minutes later. You go ahead. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. <clears throat> and I hate playing out those, our sisters on this show. <laughs> but, Courtney, you thought you was getting a one-on-one? This is delusional. <laughs> you have not talked to this man in about three dates. <laughs> Because you sit back waiting, waiting, mm-hmm. waiting, waiting when you need to be listening to Demi and watching Demi's moves and mm-hmm. go and create time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You clearly did not do your homework before coming on this show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I got to get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social media just the over accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, mm-hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressed me out. I'm not even going to lie. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. Yeah. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H E lp dot com slash two b g one r because this doesn't work like this where you sit back and he comes and grabs you you need to be aggressive Mm -hmm. and then to have this kind of lazy approach as demi says but at the same time in your head you thought that the one-on-one date was going to you (laughs) like and especially with this man in particular he's one you gotta go get him Yes, you have to go get him. Yeah. Yeah. So that shit was whack. I hate to give Becky the weeks to black girls, but that was just, that was a moment. Mm -hmm. So Demi advises her (laughs) 
and says, you can't make excuses. You need Mm -hmm. to make your own way. Like, she was genuinely trying to encourage her. Like, get up and go and try and create time. Mm -hmm. Courtney's response is, literally, she says, quote, I'll just wait here patiently. Mm. Well, you going to keep on waiting, girl. Yep, you going to wait all the way on your flight home. Mm-hmm. So while Courtney is sitting there waiting, Demi gets up and goes again. for more time. <laughs> Once again. Demi got right up and was like, all right, well, while you wait there, mind if I don't? <laughs> and shuffles her little ass right back up the stairs. <laughs> It goes and gets some more time with Colton. So as Demi is up there, Courtney learns from the other girls where Demi had gone Mm -hmm. and then had had the nerve to be like, what? You know, that's the reason why I didn't get any time with him was because of Demi? What are you talking about? Now you're placing blame elsewhere Mm -hmm. instead of looking inward and realizing that you are at fault here, my friend. Right. Yeah. Ugh. So the girls finally convince her. Like she needs a lot of like prep. Like coaxing, she needs a lot of yeah. coaxing, and she's clearly very like shy or like mm-hmm. reserved, mm-hmm. and which is fine. But like, then you're not in the right show. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> then you're just not in the right show if you need yeah. this much coaxing. Coaxing from girls who are your competition, <laughs> like. That don't make no sense. No. So they finally convince her to get up off her ass, and she finally goes to try and find Colton and interrupts um, Demi's time with him. And so when she walks into the room, Demi's alone and because Colton had already left. And that is where she got my Becky of the Week, that specific <laughs> frame by frame, when she knocked on that door and said, can I interrupt you guys? And it was just Demi. <laughs> Do you know how I fell out laughing? <laughs> I was like, girl. Uh, girl. Too late. It's too little. Too late. Too and why did late. you intro yourself like that? Mad exactly. timid. Mad quiet. You did mad. not sound like you had anything to say. Nope. Demi comes in. She got something to say. She got an announcement. She got an activity prepared. <laughs> she sure does. Everybody, <laughs> Katie did. I remember Katie had some yes. little thing for him. Little chopsticks or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody has some little like moment. Everybody. And mm-hmm. here you come. Oh, oh, can I interrupt you guys? <laughs> oh, God. Girl, you don't and get out of here. Put voice. Yes. Oh, Put a little bass, little attitude. Mm-hmm. Come on. Ugh. So she enters the room, Demi's sitting there, chilling by her damn self, and instead of leaving to go find <laughs> Colton, which was the whole objective of all of this, she decides to waste more time <laughs> and sit there and confront Demi. I just, mm-hmm. I can't. Mm-hmm. I just cannot. I can't. So Courtney starts talking to Demi in this, like, very condescending tone, mm-hmm. and it's like, saying all kind of stupidness sometimes you don't think you know how old are you again keep in mind these girls are both 23 so i don't know where she was going with that (laughs) and you know someone with a little bit more maturity would understand and not act the way that you're acting and the whole thing was just whack i I don't even know (laughs) the the whole thing was whack yeah and no one is on your side courtney because you still haven't (laughs) talked to colton demi has won yeah 
She yeah. has one. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're trying to do here, this little condescending, like Demi doesn't, she won. There's mm-hmm. nothing here for you. <laughs> and so Demi's just looking at her and basically said to her, I'm over you. Like I'm done with you, which yeah. was my exact sentiment sentiments mm-hmm. with Courtney. Um, and then we go back to the group and Colton, it's time for him to award the date rose. And it goes none other than to Demi. Of course. <laughs> Of course. And Demi said a line in Courtney and Demi's conversation that I'm going to take with me for the rest of my days. And she said, thank you for letting me know how you feel. Ooh, burn. I thought that was a really good one. Burn, burn, burn. After she was like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did this. Oh, my God. After you said that I wouldn't have time to do that, she was like, you know what? I thank you for expressing yourself to me. (laughs) (laughs) You may leave now. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> that is a good line. That's a good one. That's a good one. Because it's not an apology. It's not. Nope. I don't know what that is. She it's didn't just... say anything she didn't mean. Right? Yeah, that's that's so true. She was yeah. not about to muster anything that she nope. did not truly feel. So she's going to just thank you for taking the time for you to express yourself <laughs> and move about her life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Demi's the best. She's the best ever. <laughs> best i really love her she's so trifling and so subtly just like burning these ladies taking bitches out she took out courtney she took out tracy Mm -hmm. she's getting roses left right and center like it's just hilarious to me i love her oh my god so uh, demi gets group date rose (laughs) mvp of the day um colton like right afterwards he dips out and then Courtney storms off crying mm-hmm. because she wasted her own time talking to Demi and didn't get no time with Colton. And then your arch nemesis got the date rose <laughs> in the end. So you just look like a dum-dum. Yeah. Okay. So the next day we have Kaylin's mm-hmm. date, Miss North Carolina. Time for her one-on-one date. And a butler arrives to the oh suite. Oh, my God. He was so cute. He was his little messenger. so adorable. His little, outfit. <laughs> his so little butler outfit. <laughs> and he comes with a date card, and it says, I've been waiting for this special day for so long. Meet me downstairs, Colton. So Kaylin runs downstairs, and Colton is there with this big old, like, Rolls Royce, Yeah, maybe? like a Bentley or something. A Bentley, yeah. some old classic car. And he says that he's going to spoil her for the day. And so we already know it's basically going to be another, like, Becca from Ari mm-hmm. season where she got her date with Ari where they basically go shopping. Mm-hmm. And um, this is literally the same exact date they took Galen yeah. shopping. Oh, yeah, yeah, Becca's was a little better because Becca got Rachel Zoe in the flesh. She got a little styling, too. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, they go shopping. She gets to try on all this amazing clothes, all these, like, couture gowns. Mm-hmm. She looked amazing in everything. They looked like, a little pageanty. Yes. Lie. Some of the gowns right? were very pageanty, yeah. which could be, I thought the gowns were bomb. It could be, like, just her, uh, yeah, the way she carries herself yeah. is very, like, pageant-like. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so every dress looks like a pageant dress when yeah. really the dresses were just, like, beautiful couture, like, gowns or whatnot. Yeah. Um, but I mean, this and maybe it's just... Singapore couture is pageantry, <laughs> or that too. It was a lot know. of feathers. It was a lot of like yes. sheer appliques and, and shimmer. A lot of shimmer. Yes. Um, beautiful in my opinion. So yeah, no, very pretty. But I looked at, it, I was like, yep, that that looks right on you, girl. 
Yep. Miss North Carolina. <laughs> Miss North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, so amazing dates. As I said on Becca's date, I would take all these here clothes. Thank oh. you. Thank you very much, Bachelor mm-hmm. uh, Peterson. Thank you very much. Go home and put all them joints up on Poshmark and eBay. So every, every last, last one of them, one. get them coins. Cause I don't mm-hmm. need. I don't. Where am I going with a big ass couture gown? <laughs> <laughs> where am I wearing any of those clothes? That's the thing. Kaylin might have somewhere to wear those since she's she pageantry. She might actually. That's true. She so. might actually. I ain't got no. I got a couple weddings to go to. I might save one or two, but yeah. I'm selling every last oh, one of those. Yep. All the shoes she got, I'm making oh, yeah. bank mm-hmm. on. Shoot, I'll go back to Singapore. What? Right, make <laughs> bank and then fly my ass back to Singapore for a vacation. Thank uh-huh. you. So, anyways, back at the suite, the girls are all sitting around talking about what they think Kaylin's doing and mm-hmm. what's that date. What do you think it's up to? What she's up to? Suddenly, Kaylin busts through the door, and Homegirl had about 50 shopping bags <laughs> draped on her arms, and she's just glowing. Mm-hmm. Of course, because um, she just literally got the best group date that's ever going to happen on this <laughs> season. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she sits in the middle of them and gives this whole show and tell, which. That was weird. That, yeah, that is kind of tacky. I don't like yeah, that. I don't if, like that either. If that was me, I would walk in, I would. They would see me with all the bags, which is mm-hmm. already like a lot, and I would probably just immediately just beeline for my room and just like put my shit away. If anybody mm-hmm. wants to see the stuff, on, that's your own prerogative. You can come to my room and I'll show you. Right. But I'm not sitting and doing this whole show and tell and rub it in everybody's no. face. That I didn't like that. Especially because of the things she was saying. Like I said before, she was like, "Oh, Colton picked these out. Oh, yes. he bought this and this." I was like, "He didn't buy nothing." None of this. Girl. First of all, probably half of that was given to the show for free. Right. So he didn't pick out nothing. These were shoes yeah. that were already earmarked for you, girl. <laughs> right. Yeah. And the designer said, "Okay, I'll be on the Bachelor." Great. Mm-hmm. And like, this isn't. It isn't as big of a. It isn't what she's making it out to be. It yeah. is a big deal. It's great that she got all these guys or whatever. Yeah. But it's not like Colton paid for all of this with his retired NFL football playing <laughs> money. Right. He gets a lot of credit for things that he ain't doing. That he's not doing. Yeah. Not doing at all. But it's part of the whole fantasy of it all, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The funniest part to me of this whole thing was they had Cassie <laughs> in the <laughs> confessional. And she said, first of all, she looked the hot ass mess. She mm-hmm. said. Drunk. I'm so happy for Kaylin. And midway through saying this, she literally starts crying. <laughs> y'all been to say shit. Stop faking like y'all are all best friends. And you happy for her. It's okay to be like, I'm jealous as shit that she got all this clothes. I'm right. so pissed she got the one-on-one date. You were not happy for her. Stop right. this. <laughs> Why would you be happy for her? I don't no. even see the logic behind There's that. There's no logic. Why would you be happy for your competition to get a one-on-one date and come back with $50,000 worth of gear. <laughs> like, that's why you started crying the minute you said it because you knew it was a damn lie. Oh my god. <laughs> so uh, time for the nighttime portion of Kaylin's date. So she, you know, she I guess she puts her stuff away, changes, goes back out to meet Colton. And she walks up in this like emerald green, very pageant dress. Mm-hmm. I hated this dress, but okay. <laughs> He loved it. He loved it, yep. Mm-hmm. And so she says, you know, there's something serious that she needs to have, a serious conversation that she needs to have with Colton that she's very nervous about. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so at the dinner, they're gushing about their day, how he makes her feel, and she feels very comfortable about him, makes her happy, blah, blah, blah. So then Kaylin goes into her story and says, you know, this is a conversation I need to have when going into relationships because it's part of my story and it's something that's gotten in the way of, like, intimacy in the past. And then she proceeds to tell a very harrowing story, so mm-hmm. trigger warning for ladies out there who might have dealt with sexual assault um, and have not seen the episode, just putting that out there. Mm-hmm. And so basically she tells a story how four years ago when she was a sophomore in college, she went to a house party and three out of four of her friends, including her, ended up drinking wine that was drugged. And she woke up naked in her bed with no memory of what happened to her and just a very small vision of a guy in the bed, which is just that the worst is just ter- that literally is just terrifying mm-hmm. and super sad. And this shit happens all the fucking time, all the time, all the time. So three of the four of her friends um, who had drank the wine were all sexually assaulted. Mm -hmm. Sounds like one of the friends was potentially raped by two guys Mm -hmm. in in another room in the house. Then she found out later that um, there was another moment where she was passed out on the couch, I think, before she was dragged into the bedroom. And a guy had, like, lifted up her dress and it was taking photos and Snapchats. Mm -hmm. It just sounds like a full-on nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, she said she went to the hospital immediately um, to go get a rape kit, and the hospital turned her away. That's insane. Which, what in the world? I don't even know in what world. How does that even happen? A girl walks in, and you t- to say that she's been raped and needs a rape kit, and somebody had the nerve and audacity to be like oh we don't do that here sorry i'm gonna need you to go to down the street what how i didn't know that that was legal it's not legal it's not right (laughs) it's not yeah that can't possibly be i mean actually you know what we live in america i wouldn't put that i wouldn't (laughs) actually i would not put it past this year country but yeah so that was horrifying she said she went also wait why wasn't there a rape kit at her health center at the school I don't know. Oh, God. Just we gotta do better. So many <laughs> oh questions. God. I don't know. Just terrible. So she said she went to the next hospital, did the rape kit there. It proved to be inconclusive because so much mm-hmm. time had passed since the incident Ugh. and since being turned away from the first hospital. In the end, all of the guys got away with it. No mm-hmm. one got justice. One guy got expelled from school, and that's pretty much... Which is not... Which is not justice. No. So that's pretty much all that happened. Um, this was huge. I mm-hmm. just have to say, I commend Kaylin for sharing her story. You have to have gone through a level of like therapy, acceptance, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and resolve with your sexual assault to have now go on national television and share that with the world. Right. Because like I understand like sexual assault has been a part of her platform like in the pageant world and miss america but miss usa and the pageant world is a lot smaller than primetime network television (laughs) and getting up there and telling your story you know what i mean also very brave to do it when your narrative is not controlled they could have done anything with that clip they could have done any damn thing with that 
And so she's putting a lot of faith in the, in the platform itself mm-hmm. and just hoping that, you know, they do it correctly and share her mm-hmm. story and the way that she tells it. Um, I also commend her because, I mean, who watches The Bachelor? Women. And yeah. a lot of young women, some who might have experienced something similar and now mm-hmm. can find solace in seeing someone so, like, beautiful and confident talk yeah. about her own story and talk about it in a way from, talk about it in a perspective of, like, a survivor rather than right. a victim from that perspective, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, or also women who've gone through something similar and maybe haven't even told anybody about yeah. it yet. And now hearing her share her story, now they might have more confidence to come forward. And I just think I, the whole thing was incredible. I thought it was yeah, amazing. It was. I'm always in favor of women, um, you know, particularly women related to their sexual start, sexual assault, finding bravery to speak out on it. Mm-hmm. Because as we can tell from Kaylin's story, I mean, justice wasn't found for those guys. No all there's a whole crazy mess going on with our hospital system and people being turned away and so just sharing every time we share our story it kind of helps us notice the gaps in the system Mm -hmm. and hopefully through that we can see more change um caitlin got my invite to the cookout yeah i only fucks with strong ass women who are self-aware have done necessary work on themselves Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. i admire her for not just sharing her story but just the eloquence at which she shared like the way she shared it as well yeah um and it just shows like how much work she's done in herself and what Mm -hmm. she's gone through over the years to kind of get to that moment where she can be on national television and say this to a man that she barely knows (laughs) (laughs) you know and you know, she can come to my cookout. I'm inspired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's so much shame that could be associated with that from the victim's perspective. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like she's really worked on that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like she has, for the greater good of sexual assault victims, mm-hmm. gotten through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like how she said, like every person in her life has gone through this with her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really like how she put that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she didn't just like put it on her shoulders. She has made it so that she is a voice with a platform, mm-hmm. but that it's not only a part of her story, but a part of like her her whole family story and everybody who's gone on her journey with her. So mm-hmm. love it, Kaylin. Yeah. And so Colton, you know, he asks her, you know, he did ask her like, who helped you get through this? Mm-hmm. And Kaylin reveals that she didn't tell her parents for a long time and she actually hid Mm -hmm. it from her mom for over a year yeah and when her mom found out like they immediately went to the dean of the school they got an attorney and just um did the necessary steps to try and you know seek some type of justice Mm -hmm. um and just kind of talks about how the whole experience like shaped her as a person and like as you said like affected her family and like everybody in her life um what's so what's so scary about (laughs) like just all of this like hearing her the fact that she hid this for a year like didn't even have the strength and like um wherewithal to tell her own mother 
is just to think how many women suffer alone in silence. Haven't said anything. Haven't said anything. And Mm -hmm. you have to imagine the courage you have to muster within yourself to literally utter the words, I've been raped out loud Mm -hmm. to a police officer or to a nurse at Mm -hmm. the hospital or even to your mother or a friend. Oftentimes, you can't even get the courage to say those three words. And so you sit there in silence suffering meanwhile you're watching as your attacker is in class going about his yeah. life mm-hmm. and that the, just that experience within itself is just so devastating and this happens across college campuses all the damn time all the time and also she was a sophomore in high school she said which means sophomore that she in was college. like 19 sophomore in college yeah. sorry mm-hmm. so that means that she was like 1920 mm-hmm. so she was also drinking Mm-hmm. So she has to admit to her mother she was underage mm-hmm. drinking, that she was partying. She probably felt like it was her fault. Part of the shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All part of the shame. Yeah. It's terrible. And then even when women do come forward and share their stories, mm-hmm. their attackers oftentimes still go on living. Most of the time. Most yeah, of the time. Most of the time they get off. Uh, yeah, especially on college campuses. Yeah, fucking Justice Brett Kavanaugh, you fucking monster. Mm hmm. The worst and the ultimate, and this country protected him and seated him in the highest seat in the land, and yeah. I can't even get into that, so whatever. No. But um, <laughs> Colton, he, he kind of, as she's telling her story, he just sat back, listened, mm-hmm. you know, his body language, you know, body language-wise, he was very supportive and receptive and um, said to her, like, with me, you'll be safe, and they kind of hugged it out. Um, yeah, this is where Colton got my Colton's making moves moment. Making moves! Because to me, there is nothing better to hear from a man than you can feel safe with me. I agree. Mm-hmm. Like nothing in the world. And so for him to say that at probably her most vulnerable moment that she's ever going to have on the show mm-hmm. is, I thought, really, um, it just showed how like in tune he was. Mm-hmm. And how he's, like, really just a good listener Mm -hmm. and and paying attention to what she was saying and sensitive to what she was saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think also, like, him saying you're safe with me is just words, but I think what backs it up even is what he eventually goes into next, which makes makes him saying you feel safe with me actually feel genuine. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, basically, after they hug it out, Colton says... You know, I was in I was actually in a relationship with a girl who was sexually abused. And Mm -hmm. for me, it was the hardest thing having to watch her go through that. Now, this is very public knowledge that Mm -hmm. Colton dated Olympic gold medalist gymnast Allie Raceman, who was sexually assaulted by the USA gymnastics team doctor or coach. um, Yeah, coach. Doctor, coach, something who is now rotten in jail as we speak. Rotting underneath the jail, girl. <laughs> and so Colton, you know, he said he watched, watching her go through pain was super hard um, and then mm-hmm. said, like, who am I to feel the pain when I wasn't the victim? And Colton, or not Colton, Kaylin cuts him off and says, you know, I don't think that's true because, as you said earlier, she expressed how this is something that affected everyone in her life. Like, yeah. she went through the painful incident and the event, but, like, her mom, her family, her friends, everybody was, like, affected yeah. by this event. Right. Um, so then Colton goes on and says, you know, like, the intimacy, the intimacy piece, it was hard between him and 
his last girlfriend. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, he said that, you know, she was my first love and intimacy didn't happen. I, and I think that's kind of code for like they didn't have sex. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then after they broke up and he, you know, went on the show and kind of opened up about being mm-hmm. a virgin, a virgin you know, people in the media are all demanding answers. Like, how could this be mm-hmm. true? And essentially people are questioning, how could you have been with Allie? Like, you had a full-on girlfriend, but you're still right. a virgin. Like, you all were in matching Christmas onesies. Right, but you're you're saying that you're a virgin. Yeah. And how, you know, he basically had to just... His reasoning, he just had to say, it was just, like, it's complicated. Because people don't really know the context of mm-hmm. Allie and, you know, remembering mm-hmm. what she went through. <laughs> And mm-hmm. people not kind of equating like intimacy issues and women who have suffered um, sexual abuse or sexual assault. Mm-hmm. This is where he got my making moves moment. Making oh, moves. Yes. Soon after. Soon after, yes. Because I really appreciated him sharing this. And it even made me think back on myself because I think even I was one of those people who was like, huh, what? He dated Allie Reisman. They didn't have sex. That don't make no damn sense. Totally not even remembering the context of what Allie went through and how their relationship and their intimacy, like, is is different or is going to go through something different. Could have been affected. Yeah, could have been affected um, given her sexual abuse. And so, mm-hmm. like, I think we just forgot that, <laughs> essentially. Well, and granted, we did, I didn't know the timeline between, like, when that she too. was sexually wasn't... abused mm-hmm. and when mm-hmm. she got with Colton. That, too. You know? Yeah, I guess I didn't realize that either. Um, but, yeah, that definitely just, like, didn't enter my mind. And so, as, as he said it, I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And, mm-hmm. you know, people in the media, we ain't shit because he don't, he don't need to give us an explanation for nothing. And his reason actually was very complicated when you really think about it. Yeah. And I'm so glad that he was able to tell his, the actual story finally. Cause he's been saying like, Oh, I just didn't have the time Mm -hmm. before. Right. Right. This isn't. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I've been playing football and it just like never happens. Like what, my dude. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, that's like the story he kind of had to tell. Cause he can't be out here just like, telling no, Allie's story he, like like blaming it on no, her yeah absolutely not yeah. um so i think yeah he was definitely making moves for me in that moment i mm-hmm. also think that that conversation was almost as important um or almost as significant as kaylin's story within itself because i think it mm. is important for women who've been sexually assaulted or sexually abused who are also struggling with like intimacy issues mm-hmm. to be able to see that they're not alone in their struggle like yeah. what Kaylin, you know, cause she says she's been dealing with intimacy issues with her past relationships with Colton expressing that he's been with someone who's been, um, who's had issues with intimacy mm-hmm. due to her sexual abuse. I think them showing that and having that conversation was also another important thing for women watching the show to see. So yeah, sure. great moment. It was a very kind of heavy moment. Um, mm-hmm. but we got to know a lot more about Miss Kaylin and a lot more about Colton, to be honest. Colton. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Oh, I'm, and I'm so thankful that Kaylin was able to express herself in this way to get this out of Colton. Because it mm-hmm. makes him so much less boring, number one. Right. And number two, it makes me like him more. Right. Because I know he's not a dirtbag. Right. Like, he is was not having sex on the side because his partner was having intimacy issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, that is just a really uh, a solid move for a solid guy so mm-hmm. 
I appreciate that, Colton. Much appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, so time for the cocktail party. You know, we're done with Kaylin's date. Going into the cocktail party, um, Demi and Courtney still not fucking with each other. So <laughs> that's yeah. still a thing. Nope. <laughs> uh, the first person to get one-on-one time was Hannah G. Big eyes. Mm-hmm. Han- yeah, Hannah G. Damn, mm-hmm. I keep mixing Hannah, Heather. <laughs> I do this every time. <laughs> I'm like, Hannah, Heather. I'm going to call her Big Eyes. She gets her first uh, alone time. Now, she rolls up in a blonde, like, high ponytail, her blonde mm-hmm. hair, this magenta pink mini dress, looking like preteen Barbie. <laughs> looks so, Her face is so young. You're right. She do look like a, she's another Demi, where they look like not over yep. the age of, like, 13. No, she looks like Sweet Valley High. Mm-hmm. Remember Sweet Valley mm-hmm. High? Mm-hmm. She looks like she's playing dress up. Yeah. Actually, yeah. So anyways, they head off to his bedroom. They walk in. It's a big old bed as soon as they enter yeah. the room. I don't know why they keep setting these people up like this. What are they doing? <laughs> I don't know why they keep doing this. <sighs> so she's talking about she's nervous about opening up and it's going to be harder and was literally saying nothing in this moment and then <laughs> she was saying it's hard to open up and then i thought she was going to open up about something and then she didn't right. so i don't know no. so then they ended up just laying on the bed and hardcore making out just like rolling, rolling around, around. And this is when she got my invite to the cookout okay. because girl you better make the most of that time <laughs> This is the I have not seen any girl make the most of her time besides Hannah G in her little platform shoes and her little dress. God, she is really going for it, and I appreciate it, Hannah. Mm-hmm. They were rolling around Thanks, like literal teenagers. <laughs> oh my god! I know. I feel like someone's mom was gonna walk in at any moment. <laughs> Bust in the room. What's, what's in here? Keep the door open. What are you doing? Yeah. You know the door's not supposed to be closed <laughs> with boys in the house. God. <laughs> Who's his mother? Let me call her on the phone. Make sure she knows he's here. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so back at the group, um, Kaylin says in her confessional that she's tired of this tension between her and Hannah B. And mm-hmm. so she finally decides to grab Hannah for a chat. And everyone is just like, thank you, God, because we are tired <laughs> of this shit, too. And it was going to be Kaylin that's going to do it, because I feel like Hannah B. was Uh-oh. never, ever going to do never. this. She was going to still be sitting here drinking wine, talking shit, the confessionals, and was never going to do it. Because to me, Hannah B. has been salty about this before the show. I feel Mm -hmm. like Kaylin wasn't salty before the show. Yeah, I feel like... This just, like, brought it back up for her. Yes, I think so, yeah. And Hannah B. has still been mad. Yeah, because she had a lot of shade and a lot of stuff brewing inside and was Mm -hmm. in the house talking shit and da-da-da-da-da and... (laughs) was just like living with like loving the drama and the tension it's weird Mm -hmm. so they go off and have their little one-on-one time hannah says you know we used to be good friends then we had a tiff and you know that's okay and kaylin hits her with the you know it's hard enough as women why not be supportive of each other No, Kaylin knew exactly what she was doing. She was pulling that woman mm-hmm. need to support woman card. Yeah, we're sisters. We're sisters. We mm-hmm. need to support each other. Basically, inkling that Hannah is not supporting women, like because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> she's the one that's bringing it up first. The women supporting women. Good little move there, Kaylin. Trifling little move. Um, and yeah, Hannah's like, yeah, I don't think you're a horrible person. Kaylin says, I don't wish bad on you. 
and they basically end the conversation they hung it out and go back inside and that's Mm -hmm. that's it um so i don't actually think we're gonna see a two-on-one date between the two of them because it yeah. seems as if they've kind of wrapped it up and it's done. I guess so. Yeah. I hope. I really hope so because I'm, I'm honestly over it. <laughs> so tired of yeah. Um, Back at the group, Courtney and the mm. Southern Belle Georgia Peach is in the group, again, talking in that condescending tone and says, you know, I hope people who need to go home, go home. You know, oh this God. isn't show and tell. All kind of weird stupidness, which is just dumb because Demi has a rose. <laughs> right. And it seems like you're talking about yourself. Right. Demi's not going home. The people who need to go no. home, go home. Demi has a rose. She'll be here next mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. You, my girl, need to go figure <laughs> out your situation because you might be going home. Like, let's not get it twisted here. So as she's talking her foolishness, Demi walks away because ain't nobody got time for this. And Mm-mm. as she's chilling in the cut on Yeka, here she come, come stir up shit. <laughs> <laughs> and she asks Demi, like, do you think Colton knows what's going on between you guys? Like, do you think he's going to find out about it? Mm, here <laughs> Just laying the groundwork for mess. And so Demi, now she's nervous, so she wants to get ahead of the story <laughs> and tries um, and goes and finds Colton. And so Demi gets her little one-on-one time with Colton, and this shit was crazy. So it really, was. it really was. Get any one-on-one time at all was so nuts. was wild. And so she sits with Colton and tells him, um, "So Courtney's the cancer <laughs> of the house. <laughs> she attacked me, and you shouldn't waste any time with her." <laughs> just full throttle through Courtney under that 18 wheeler bus. Oh my God. <laughs> like, saw the bus coming and just shoved her right shoved in. Her right it, in. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And we have to keep in mind Demi has a rose. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have to do any of this. <laughs> you know what Demi also has? An agenda. An agenda. Okay. Exactly. A strategy. Thank you, which is more than what Courtney had. So. Oh, yeah. And so Col- Colton, he's sitting there like, uh, he's like, I hadn't had much time with Courtney, but this definitely, I didn't see any of this coming. <laughs> like, what? Again, this is my greatest fear. There he goes. Yes, another fear. <laughs> another fear. And blindsided. Mm-hmm. So as they're talking, like clockwork, who comes and interrupts them but Courtney? Of course. So Demi leaves, and now Courtney, who's gotten no time with Colton, you know, she decides to break bachelor rule number one, which is spend <laughs> her precious one-on-one time complaining. Yep, about somebody else. About somebody else who has a motherfucking rose. Let's not <laughs> forget crazy. that. Yeah, she's not. He's not taking it back. He's not taking it back. So this, yeah. you're just wasting time. So she goes and complains about Demi and saying all kind of foolishness about Demi this, Demi that. Now, Mr. Colton, Mr. Mr. Mediator here. Mm-hmm. Did the same thing that he did with Kaylin and and uh, oh Hannah, God, and was like, "Well, Demi just told me that you Demi attacked her. <laughs> and Demi just called you the cancer of the house." <laughs> like, who are you, Andy Cohen? Oh right, is this is this? not Watch What Happens Live. You don't need to be airing out <laughs> Demi's tea immediately after she just spilled this shit. <laughs> oh my God! And so. 
basically we get a whole other she said she said mm. Courtney is saying like is saying you know Demi's actually the cancer of the house and mm-hmm. she's the one who's not here for you she's the one that is here did you did you catch how Courtney broke that fourth wall and she was like the only reason she's here for the cameras and for a reality mm-hmm, show mm-hmm. yep that's it yep she's here for TV if you weren't the bachelor like or what she say? It could be anybody. The fact that you're the Bachelor mm-hmm. is a TV show. That's why she's here, mm-hmm. um, and just saying all kind of mess. So Courtney walks back to the girls and immediately says, "Raise your hand if you think I'm the cancer oh of the house." <laughs> I can't believe she has these kahunas for these women and not to go up to this man and just right talk to him. exactly. Thank you very much. So she makes her announcement, and Demi boldly raises her hand. Oh, she's like, me? <laughs> me? Uh, Do you have questions? Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, all the girls are like, wait, what? Who said that? <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. It was who said that. Yes. It was that moment. Who said who that? Said that? Who said that? They're all looking around like, damn, Demi, what? <laughs> so then those two go back and forth, back and forth. Demi mm. is reading Courtney to filth. Oh. Like a book. Courtney barely got a leg to stand on. <laughs> all the girls in the house, they're all literally sitting there like stifling laughter because this whole mm-hmm. thing is just ridiculous. Ridiculous. I wonder what Elise is thinking right now. That she needs to get up and go and she's wasting time sitting in this here sorority house hearing <laughs> this bickering. This is nuts. She is too old for this. Yeah. She's here for mm-hmm. her husband. She's not here for this catty nonsense. Mm-hmm. Time for the rose ceremony. Going into the rose ceremony, Demi, Kaylin, and Tasia all have roses. Now, shout out to Elise, who looked absolutely incredible. Bomb. Oh, my God. Makeup. amazing. Flawless, as it should mm-hmm. be, because she is a makeup artist. Mm-hmm. She had the high ponytail. She mm-hmm. had the cute little beaded long sleeve dress. Yeah, the dress was magic. Just a full, complete, pulled together look. look. Oh, my God. An L-E-W-K. W-K. Yes, all together, pulled together. Mm-hmm. Loved it. First rose goes to big eyes. Uh-huh. Energy. Next to Heather. Forgot about Heather. The I totally never been about kissed. Heather. She's still there. Roses, roses, roses. Hannah B. Miss Alabama gets a rose. Mm-hmm. More roses. Elise gets a rose. Cassie. Who the hell is Cassie? Cassie. She gets a rose. <laughs> Nicole, Miami. Yes. Gets a rose. The last rose goes to Anyeka. Mm-hmm. So going home is Demi's casualties. Yep. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Courtney and her arch nemesis from two episodes ago, <laughs> old spinster Tracy. <laughs> oh my God. You gotta say goodbye. So Demi is in her confessional. She had me dying. She said, had Cordy listened to me and taken my advice, she might be here. But she mm-hmm. made the mistake of fucking with me, and now she's going home. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was priceless. <laughs> and it's so true. Yep, if Courtney just yep. listened to Demi's advice when Demi mm-hmm. was encouraging her and said, hey, 
get out of your head. Go and get some time. Mm-hmm. Like, create time. You got to make moves out here. She might yep. actually still be in the house, but instead, she, she had to fuck with Demi and try to do all kind of, I don't even know what she, strategy she was trying to do because it did not work. Wasting time no. is what she did. And now she's going home. Look what you did. Mm. Mm. And that was the episode, my friends. Mm-hmm. That was a Demi was smiling like the Grinch. <laughs> she was smiling so hard during that rose ceremony. She was an ear to ear. Ear to ear. Okay? I saw all 500 of mm-hmm. that girl's teeth. Mm-hmm. All of them. Yep. Because she knew when it came down to the last mm-hmm. rose, she knew what was going on, Yanka. She knew it was yep. not going to Courtney and Tra- or Tracy. And that was the episode. So we did get a preview for next week. <clears throat> They're going to Thailand. This is crazy. So they're, ho- <laughs> they're hopping Why over. Why are they bringing so many bitches all So many the of them. They already flew them out there, so now they're trapped. Yeah, they're going to fly back stay. to L.A. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're off to Thailand next week. Heather, Miss Never Been Kissed, is getting a one-on-one date. Oh, She's sure hoping girl. to get her first kiss on this date. Um, I don't want to watch I this. I don't want to watch that either. <laughs> <laughs> They already had it all set up. They're going to watch fireworks and create a moment. Mm. Ugh, that mm-hmm. is so cringe. So cringe. Um, next, Cassie is going to get a one-on-one date. Finally get to learn yeah, who I'm this girl is. This. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. to see this girl who apparently makes him feel all kind of ways. <laughs> um, Hannah B. is going to drop I Am Falling In Love With You. Mm-hmm. We see Colton in bed uh, cuddling and making out with somebody. Yeah. We see Elise crying and walking and a voiceover of her saying, I think I made a stupid mistake. I, my prediction is she's sending herself home. Yeah. 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 She's going home. I think she, she might pull like a Jacqueline. Yeah. Yep. You know, she tried. She doesn't feel the connection. She doesn't see how it's going to work and Mm -hmm. she's going home. I personally would wait until after Thailand to see where they going next <laughs> before I send yeah. myself home. Yeah. Because if next they're going to Jamaica and I've been there, all right, I'm going home. <laughs> but if after Thailand they're going to Vietnam, I'm going to Vietnam. Right. Fuck out of here. It's, anywhere. Any day I'm here. finishing up the tour. I'm finishing up the whole tour of Southeast Asia before mm-hmm. I send myself home. Oh, my God. Especially if I was a makeup artist. Yeah. And I have, uh, did freelance work. Yeah. What? Girl, you better get your trips, get your vacations in mm-hmm. while you can. Um, we also get Anyeka telling somebody that they're mentally unstable. <laughs> That's a joke. That's wild. So who's that yeah. going to be? And we see Colton doing a very angry walk away. So I don't know mm. what that's about. Oh, yes. Mm. And that was it, guys. That's, that's it. it. Um, as always, rate, review, subscribe. Please mm-hmm. hit us up on Twitter. Um, the handle's number two, BLK Girls, the number one, Rose. And for email, we have the number two, black girls, the number one, rose at gmail.com. So shoot us an email, give us some love. Mm-hmm. Facebook and Instagram is the same, the number two, black girls, the number one, rose. And yep, we'll be back next week to watch these girls get messy in Thailand. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. See you soon. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.